Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, we're back again with another podcast. Ash here. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by Jordan. Yo, you all right? Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, good, you? All good, mate. All good, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, and good. also joined by Rick. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. You good? Yes, good. Thank you. This is our first one of the new year, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I've lost count. I think it is. I think the lot, I'm pretty sure the <laughs> last one was yeah. uh, Christmas Eve. So, Happy was, New Year, I guess. I don't know. Happy yeah, New Year. It's Happy New Year then, isn't it? Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, more lockdown and all that shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah, so today we're, 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 we're here to sit down and talk through the Man City game and the Morecambe Cup game. Now, we don't need to focus too much on Man City. Um, no, not only please was it not. It's a poor result. It was a his poor performance. Um, not many came out of it shining. I think Kante was probably the one person everybody said had a good game. Um, for me personally, I think he is still, his passing is still something I, I'm worried about. He gives the ball away. He, okay, he gets it back a lot, but he, he does seem to be giving the ball away a lot. Um, what do you guys think about that? Like, not just the Man City game, I'd say that's sort of recently I've noticed that, but noticed it again during Man City. Jordan, he's he's absolutely he's he's like you said he's absolutely amazing cutting passing lanes for the opposition and 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 stopping their uh, their route through to our goal. But when it comes to sort of playing the ball and keeping a possession game going through him, he that's that's uh, unfortunately one of his weaknesses. That's yeah. that's not his um, his ball game. Let's say. But um, obviously, a lot of to pieces and that. He's he's been a phenomenal performer since he joined us. But yeah, that unfortunately is a weakness, especially when you come up against a team like Man City. You need that person, sort of like uh, a Cesc Fabregas in our team, to sort of split them up. And we didn't have that, unfortunately, yeah. on, with us on that day. Yeah, and Rick Kante. Um, I feel a bit. I, feel, I wouldn't say it's unfair to single him out. I don't think it is singling him out. I just think we've just been shit for the last month, haven't we? It's a collective yeah, unit. Yeah. And yeah. I think the problem that we've got is, especially him, if he's not playing well, and then what do we do if he's not playing well? Is there someone who can come in and do the same job? I don't think there is. And is that kind well, of a strength you, yeah. and depth issue then? And I just... I, just, I don't know. I... I don't think, I think he's one of a number of players that hasn't, hasn't been at the top of their game, to put it mildly, for the last month yeah. or so. Yeah. I think, he's, I think what he excels at, he's still very good at. He, he, was, he, he did play well against Manchester. He was still doing good things, even in these yeah. last few games. He's still doing yeah. good things. Oh, but he's there are consistent. Mistakes, but then you look at everyone else and you just think, is that... Is that everyone else being shit? Is that putting like a strain on him? I don't know. Is that making yeah. his job harder? Because let's be honest, the ball's not sticking up front, is it? It's coming back very quickly. Mm, and is he yeah. just getting overworked, is he? I don't know. I really I mean, don't. I was wondering if it was maybe with the two sort of more attack-minded midfielders flanking him, if you like. You know, we've seen is Mason that leaving Mount him exposed as a one? Is it yeah. he's, he's exposed as a one? And then is there a little bit more distance? You know, maybe... His, his range of passing isn't as good as it needs to be 
um, if there's distance between him and those other two centre midfielders. I find as well, like you know how I think when it when we were were playing Man City, we was talking in the group chat, and we were yeah. saying how many passes it took Man City to get from one end to the other. Yeah, find yeah. because it takes because we just pass it around, pass it around, pass it around. I just find that that's sort of his that's sort of his um, like weakness. So I think if that's carrying, if that's happening to him, I think it. If this is just an opinion, I feel that might make his head wobble a bit, and then obviously he use lapses in concentration and puts a pass wrong. And Man City had them players that day. Unfortunately, their midfield was so much better than ours. We just didn't want to. We just weren't there in the middle in the, in in that park. I just felt we were giving the ball away as well. It was just it was just the different levels. Like I said, it was just Man City were bang 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 bang. It was like what our twenty passes were their six passes, and I just yeah, I think the possession game sometimes just doesn't work work for us. I don't don't think we've got the players anymore for that. They were uh, missing quite a few first teamers as well. See, yeah, Um, but they do still have that, and I, I I think it ultimately was Pep that effectively got them in front um, yeah. I think that first goal there wasn't wasn't a load wrong with it from our perspective but I think what we've done is we've started that game on the front foot and Pep's instructed them to sit back because he knows that we have been struggling like you say take we've taken too many passes to get into the opposition's box um, and he sort of allowed us to, to do that for the first 10-15 minutes pulled us in and then they can break six passes and they're in our box. And I think that's, they, they lured us into a bit of a full sense of security. And I think that was, that was the quality of Pep Guardiola as well as the players on the pitch. Rick, what, what do you think about that? Like that? Cause that first opening 10, 15 minutes was good, right? We, well, especially the first five, 10 minutes, I thought we're, we're really bang on this. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, I think he just got it tactically spot on he had them up for the game and literally from the moment that first goal went in it was the rest of that game was theirs apart from the last 10 minutes of the game because they knew they'd won it um yeah they just they were just sharper than us in the middle of the park we were chasing shadows in the middle of the park for large parts of that game Um, and i think it was just levels there was a there was a big there was a there was a there was a fucking chasm let's be honest in the midfield Mm. like in terms of quality on both teams, they were miles ahead of us in the middle of the park. I've said it before, we, you know, we've lost a few games in midfield um, on that sort of bad run. Agree. Um, and we do definitely need to do something about it. I think the first goal, like I say, was tactically, was maybe, Frank, we were a bit naive. We felt like we had the upper hand and, you know, we got rope-a-doped. Um, the second goal, though, I think there was a lot of standing still um, as a defensive unit, we we didn't go we didn't go to the man or to the ball. We just no. like you said, we're chasing shadows. They played triangles around us. Um, That's I think what it was, was it a, triangles, yeah. And and the because it came so quickly after the first goal, there was a, there was a still um, of our back line effectively from side on as the ball hit the back of the net. And you can see on their faces, you can see heads were down. They were all they weren't they were upset, and you could see mm. like they they just thought, "Fucking hell, here we go again." Um, is that a bit of a weakness in our mentality? Are we, are we still missing a bit of leadership at the back? I know Silver's changed, changed it a lot, but Jordan, what do you think, mate? Well, it's like, I don't know, you, you can like, you can refer it back to the, um, 
the Ajax game, remember we were 4-1 down and it was like, what, I think it's like the 55th minute. I remember standing there with Shem and I was thinking, what what is going on right now? And then I know they had them two sending offs and I get that. But then you, you had like, although Jorginho is in, he is captain material, let's say. He's probably more than other other squad members, let's say. But he was there and he was pumping everyone up. And I know they yeah. had them two zeners off. So, yes, that, I know that did help. So, people can chuck that at me if they want. But I just mean we had that person, come on, come on, and just shouting oh, and shouting. definitely a And then next there, minute, it's just like, boom, there's that spirit. We had that spirit mm-hmm. and we got back into it. I just felt like, like you just said, it was like, we, they scored the second time. The heads were down and that was it. They, we were thinking... Oh, when's this game going to end? Do you know what I mean? There was no like, let's get back into it, lads. What, what pissed me off about the game was we, they, the, their keeper, Stefan, he did that awful fucking back pass thing, picked it yeah. up. And we had that indirect free kick or whatever it was. And, and our, we were like, okay, yeah, here we go. We didn't sniff the blood. That's the thing. We, 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 they, yeah. we, we, he had that awful thinking, oh, shit, you know, mate, we've got a, you know, shoot guys played MLS all of his, uh, uh, like, uh, what's it called, professional career, until because he was at New York City, until he's gone back to them. And I was just thinking, you know, they've got a weak keeper. They haven't got all of their first team, let's say. And I was thinking, okay, we've got a chance here. And we just didn't, we just allowed them to come. It was like, what, the first 10 minutes we played pretty decent. And then after yeah, that, it was just... They just absolute. They just dominated us, mate. They every single time one of our players uh, received the ball, that was it. There was three of them around us, and that was all game. They didn't burn out. We need to. Level. I just don't it, know. Yeah. I just it was just uh, unfortunately you could say oh in, in other games oh, it'd be a blip, but it weren't a blip because this is like what is now we've lost what five, and it's three of them here are in like four games. It's yeah. it's, it's shit, but. Yeah, I, I think I, I do think um, you know you talking about that Ajax game last season. Um, yeah, us being down and pulling it back. Um, I do think that we would be a bit different if we had fans in the stadium. Uh, you know, yeah, I know yeah, no, of course, of course, this, yeah, on this podcast. Um, but at what point do we think it's you know the fans can help to a point, but then. I do think there needs to be something else from the team, a little bit more fight that's been lacking recently. Now, my sort of thoughts on that are the the fight is maybe missing because some players have been woefully off form, right? Mm. Everyone knows the, the players we've been talking about. You know, yeah. Mason Mount went 19 games without scoring. Timo Werner went 12 games without scoring. Um, Kai Havertz has come back from COVID and clearly was probably more affected by that than people realise. Um, so... You know, we could have fans in the stadium, but we've still got players playing out of form or have mm. players playing out of form. And I think it's very difficult to put in a good team performance for 90 minutes when you've got players playing out of form. So, yeah. like, Rick, what, what do you think, Rick? Do you think it's just about playing those players back into form? Do you think we change it up a bit more so we get fight? Obviously, we're going to come on to the, the Morecambe game and the changes that were made there. But what do you think, mate, about playing players back into form? Because that's been missing on this poor run. That, that is think... individual players. I think I understand the logic of playing a Werner uh, back into form because he's a centre forward. That makes sense because something's going to hit his arse and go in eventually. So you got to tap in against <laughs> Morecambe. That would have done his confidence the world a good, that tapping. All right, it was a tapping. It's still a goal. He's still in the he's right in the place, place at the right time. Exactly. And I think that's one thing I will say about him. He's still continuously 
despite everything him touching for the last 10 games or so, he's been tackled by corner flags. He's missed open goals. <laughs> but, but he's, was, he's I mean, still... The thing is, though, his confidence is obviously low, but he's still... His head's dropping. You can see his head's dropping, but he's still thinking, I need to be getting in the... You can still see him thinking, I need to be getting in the right positions. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm never going to score. And to me, that's the sign of a good player. He's still yeah. getting in. I would rather have... I saw Andy Cole do a podcast. I'm not going to go into an Andy Cole rabbit hole, so don't worry. <laughs> but yeah. I saw Andy Cole, he'd done a podcast, and he was saying people used to... He was aware of people slagging him off saying it always used to take him five shots to, sc- to score a goal. But yeah. then Alex Ferguson sat him down and said, I would rather have a striker who has five shots at goal and scores one goal than one that never has a shot the whole game. Yes. Yeah. So, so you, he's doing the right... He's going to come good. And yeah. in answer to your question as a more generalisation, I think... I would like to see Havertz play a little bit more, but then you just think if you do play him back into form, is that is that going to be of a detriment to results? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's kind of a balancing act that Frank has to get right. It's all well and good. Right, I need to stick with him. Otherwise, if I pull him out, his head's going to drop. Yeah. Um, but then you're thinking about results as well, and it's a difficult... It is a really yeah. difficult balancing act. And I think it all depends where you're playing on the pitch. I think if you're a centre forward and you're one up front, I can understand persevering with that centre forward because it's going to come good eventually. But if it's a centre half who's woefully out of position and costing you goals every game, it's a little bit different, I think. Yeah. Mm. I got, yeah I feel so I think it all I depends on where you're playing. It's a difficult one to answer, to be honest, mm. mate. Um, yes. And I think it's a diff- it's a very difficult balancing act for Frank as well. And yeah. I mean, it, it, I, he, I think at the minute it's the most it. difficult part of his job at the minute. I think it's Definitely. very difficult because you've got Havertz who's come back from COVID, and you're thinking, well, he obviously needs to play because he's got to get his strength back up. But then if you play him, he looks like he looks like an under twelve sometimes when he's playing at the minute because he's yeah. so like he's so you can see he's so timid at the moment. I I and, think with Havertz, sorry, just on that subject. That's right, mate. Um, I think with Havertz, it still feels a little bit of a square peg, round hole situation um, with him in that midfield three for me. I think we'd be utilising him much better in behind the strikers. Um, I still think that should It's like be a 4-2-3-1, some... do you think? Possibly a 4-2-3-1. Um, you know, that that will cheer that means, Tracy up. That means, <laughs> means Kante is not so isolated. Um, yeah, I, true. I'd, I'd actually prefer a diamond. Um, I still think we should be looking at trying oh, a diamond too. Two up front, maybe quite a narrow diamond, yeah. but with you know the wide men um, in that midfield three, um, with Havertz possibly behind uh, Werner and um, maybe Werner and Pulisic or Werner and you know I, whoever. I, I I think that diamond could work. The diamond midfield with two up yeah. top. Um, so yeah, that's that's whether we see it or not. I mean, yes, we seem to be sticking with a four-three-three, don't we? I think he sees that moving forward and he said something very interesting the other day that he wants from the two eights he needs them to be dynamic yeah. um, as opposed to it's not just the two number eights running in a straight line for the goal yeah. they need to be going everywhere so I don't know I just think I don't know I think it's just one of those things from a tactical point of view from a squad point of view 
I think it's just going to take time. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't want him to go anywhere. I don't think yeah. he's going to go anywhere. I'd be very surprised if they let him go. I'd be very surprised if there's a change of management ship this season. I'd be very surprised even if there's one at the end of the season, unless yeah. it's catastrophic and we're bottom half of the table. And I honestly yeah. don't see that, if I'm being honest. I don't see it. Yeah. But we shall see. So, I guess the, 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 the one positive we can take from the Man City game was we, we did a, perform marginally better second half. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, you know, OK, City were in a bit of a training ground exercise moment. Um, but we did score a consolation late on through Callum Hudson-Odoi. Um, and he's a player that we all rate on this pod. Um, I think he's, he's grown in confidence now. Is this that Frank's managed him well? Jordan, what do you think, mate? How much of this is down to how he's been handled by Frank? Um, and is he going to be a really, really valuable player as we kick on now in the second half of the season? I think it, this obviously this is all opinionated, uh, but I, I, I just feel mate, like this, this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I feel this season because of the sign-ins and obviously, I, I, I think there's just a new. I think he's got fire in his belly this season, um, and I, I think that's because he has to. Um, yeah. After I know we're going to talk about Morecambe, but his um, his uh, stats. This he started eight. He scored five and he's um, assisted two. So that's a, a goal contribution every 96 minutes yeah. this season. And obviously, yeah. that, 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 uh, I know he's still young and he's still adapting to the league, etc. But that's, that's quality. That's absolutely brilliant. That's, 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 at the moment, that's great. And I, I, could, I, I only hope that that stays and that continues and he's consistent with it. It doesn't have to be goals and assists, but his game, just like Werner, he, he was having a, you know, having a sort of a, not a great patch, but he was still trying his 110%, his, you know, off the ball work and stuff. And I just hope that Hudson Adoy sort of has that sort of mentality where if it's not going right for him there, trying off the ball, like splitting players up, making it easier for other other players in our team to do their thing. Um, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if it is the management from Frank Lampard, but I do, in my opinion, I think that his, like the fire in his belly this season is, is much greater than it was last season. Uh, yeah, I, I, that, that fire in the belly could, you know, massively come down to he's been chomping at the bit waiting for his chance yeah. he, he's wanted his chance and he's had to put it put it in and really prove something in training and with um, new signings get over as well. that injury with new with signings some, yeah. you know and fight for that place with Pulisic with uh, with um, CH uh, yeah. and Havertz um, when he when, and, when yeah, they decided exactly. to put him on the right so, yeah I think um, I think it does bode well for the second half of the season yeah, for sure Rick what do you think yeah I'm a big Callum fan I think he's got so much ability I think he's kind of a bit of both really I think I personally think Frank has managed him well but I think it's kind of him starting to come back to some sort of normality after all the off the field problems that he's had all the the Bayern Munich distraction all the rape allegations the injury obviously the terrible injury he had because that's a fucking terrible injury yeah but it's all just slow it just seems like it's all starting to die down a little bit now all the hysteria and now he's just able to concentrate on kicking ball now and And is that is that frank taking him out the spotlight a bit is that what you know probably yeah 
I think, and it's probably taken, probably from a Callum point of view, he's probably he probably hasn't seen that at the start either. He's probably just seen that as he's been dropped or the manager doesn't rate him or whatever. I think, but, it's, I think it, it does look like Frank rates him. I think Frank always speaks highly of him and there's a lot of photos of the two of them talking. Like, I'm not being funny. Stuff. If they wanted him to go, he'd be gone already. Yeah, He'd course. be gone. If they didn't want him, he'd be gone. Yeah. They could have got a and bucket I, load of money for him. Yeah, yeah. And I know he hasn't played many games, but there was um, an well. interesting... Yeah, I saw an interesting stat um, about ball carries in the final third and uh, ball carries that end up in the box. Um, and although it's a small sample size because he hasn't featured that much this season, he is way up there, way up there in the Premier League. Um, over, you know, he, He's performed to a level above everybody else in the minutes that he's had. So... Um, he's some crossfield balls as well. He's he's like he looks very confident, confident like he's switching yeah. the play really well. And yeah. I, re- especially, I know it was Morecambe, but yeah. that's where you set the precedence for the weeks that mm. are coming. You, yeah. well, that's the game where you get some confidence. Yeah, and he's yeah, been so getting really- confidence, and he played really well at Morecambe, and he just needs to just keep progressing. Every time he gets an opportunity, just set a new precedence. Just keep impressing and that's what he's been doing for a few weeks now yeah so let's hope it is a confidence build I mean it feels like a good um, juncture to to then switch over to, to Morecambe um, we put City to bed um, or after they put us to bed but um, <laughs> the, Mor- <laughs> the Morecambe game um, we saw quite a few rumours beforehand I think um, the number of academy products that were allowed to train with the first team um, that was very sort of public that we brought in a few more. Soon Tuck Bell came in, Bates came in um, and a couple of others. And I think that set a level of expectation that we were going to see some more youth against Morecambe. Um, Frank did go on to explain that it was actually a change with the, um, the ruling around bubbles and the bubble size within the, with, within the squad. It allowed us to, to, to call them up. Um, so I, I personally wasn't disappointed with the lineup. I, I think... The whole conundrum about playing players into form. I think we needed it. There were players who needed a goal, needed some good minutes um, without any mistakes for that confidence. Um, so going into it, I personally was, was quite happy with the lineup from Frank. Uh, Rick, what, what were your thoughts on the lineup from Morecambe? Exactly the same, mate. Really, really happy. Um, I thought there was still a bit of youth there. There was still a little bit of youth. Well, I mean, the, that's the interesting thing because it shows how far we've come, that the expectations are so, so much higher. That it should have been like five or six of them playing as opposed to one or two. And well, if it would have been... We had, if it, we had a few, you know, we had a few. You'd have think if it would have been a If that would have been a... Say that would have been 18 months ago, um, that would have been, oh, yeah, we played like three youth team players or whatever. That's amazing. And now it's kind of like a disappointment, isn't it? Because there's... Mm. Um, but no, I was, to answer your question, I was very happy. Um, I thought the starting 11 was spot on, exactly what it should have been. I know people wanted to see the right black. I can never remember his name. Um, the young right back, I can never remember his name. But they wanted to see him playing instead of Asbilaqueta. But Asbilaqueta hasn't played a lot. So it was mm. a perfect opportunity for Asbilaqueta. Yeah, I mean, Aspi and Reese are going to play in rotation. So I think those two are the ones we need I to I was play. happy Asbilaqueta played. I thought it was spot on. 1-11 to 11 was exactly right. I was happy for Kepa to keep a clean sheet. Um, yeah. Even though he nearly got caught out by the shot slash cross. I thought 
personally, my first reaction was, what's the save? Like, he's done mm. well to not carry that over the line. I thought he'd done really yeah. well there. It, it just, he was a bit... Uh, you near post, the ball across like that. You shouldn't really have to dive to your near post to save that. No, he's opinion, kind of... But... He's anticipating for the cross to come in, and the guy's completely mishit the cross, yeah. isn't he? He's not meant it at all. And oh, he's yeah. caught him yeah. out, but he's readjusted well, and he's done well to keep it out. And... That will give him the world of confidence. Obviously, he's probably not going to play to the next round, but it will still yeah. give him a lot of confidence. And that's only yeah. good for us when he plays in the next round. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Jordan, your thoughts on the lineup? I'm the same as you, mate. Um, I, I was a bit... Because of our recent form in the league, I was a bit... Uh, like I understand that we use them games usually if um, we're playing well. Uh, to play youth or players that don't really, you know, the, the sporadic players we don't really use. But we are, in my opinion, like just the same as you two, echo what you both said, that we needed that for an icebreaker. We need that for a, a confidence builder. Uh, we needed to get players back into not necessarily um, goal scoring form, um, but as a team, the spirit, we needed to get that back. Like, it, it didn't matter if it was a 1-0 or... Do you know what I mean? We just needed that spirit and that push. And I just hope that we bring that into uh, Fulham on Saturday. I just hope we yeah. continue that. And then we worked on that in training and the spirit's still high, the morale's high, and we just go into that game and um, mm. do the same thing on, on, a, on a professional level. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we obviously started off talking about Kante on this podcast and whether there are other options, you know, for certain games in that deeper lying of the three midfielders. Gilmore stepped in. Billy, Billy, well. Billy Goat. Um, I mean, how can we possibly criticise a kid that age putting in performances like that? You can't. 92% pass accuracy, 110 touches, eight out of nine long balls completed, one key pass, three out of five duels and two interceptions. That's unreal. Especially against men... Uh, Morecambe are League One, aren't they? League, League Two. One? League Two, sorry. Two. Okay, but they're still men. They're, you know, they're, them, physical, leagues, them, them leagues are physical. Yeah. They're ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought he played absolutely phenomenal, to be he honest. Well. Yeah. He's just a very calm and composed yeah. ball. Um, Rick? I wouldn't... Not really much you can add, I guess. Um, no, I'll just say I wouldn't be at all surprised if he starts Saturday. Okay. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be that surprised if he starts Saturday. I'd be more than happy for him to start Saturday, because I yeah. think he's very composed on the ball. He knows. He doesn't overcomplicate things. If it's an easy pass, he'll give an easy pass. He's very tactically aware. He doesn't go wandering. He's very disciplined where he stays on the pitch. He knows where he should be and where he shouldn't be. No, I think he's great and he's only going to get better and better. But he's another one that needs to play more games. And I think he's yeah. kind of getting near that point now where it's going to be very difficult for Frank to leave him out. Yeah, agreed. Because every time he plays, I think he impresses me every time he plays. He does. I think, again, there's you know the age thing and the what, There'll be way to manage. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so the forward three, I thought, were, were quite impressive and we saw them combine for a goal. But our first goal, um, a long right, long range strike from Mason Mount on his birthday, uh, which we're all Bang pleased off. to see. Um, he still gets an unbelievable amount of stick online. Uh, 
you know, for being Lampard's son and all this, but he is the just he's he's Mr. Consistent. Okay, he's been on a scoring mm. drought, but in terms of his his work rate, his energy, passing. Have you got any stats on him, Jordan Mason? Or? No, unfortunately, not this I time haven't. Round. I no, that's fine. No, not this but, time round. <laughs> that's okay. Um, you let us down, mate. No, I'm joking. I know, I'm joking. mate. I screwed up there. <laughs> um, I think it was. You know, we 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 were moving the ball in that. Fight final third for most of the first half against Morecambe and they were sitting deep and this is in a, in a good way this is something we see quite a lot teams will put 11 men behind the ball against us um, and we how many times have we all been crying out for someone just to fucking hit it and, and have a shot and I think maybe the early minutes against Man City after that keeper picked up that back pass and stuff we should have tested him with a few from outside the box yeah. Yeah, um, made that space for the middle. This time we we did it, and it was the first shot from outside the box we had, and it, it went bottom corner. It was a great strike. Um, I've got Jordan. one. I've I've got some actually. Ninety-one yeah, touches, four crosses, yeah. three chances created, two duels, one, two shots, one take on, one shot on target, and one goal from outside oh, the box. It's just unreal every time. You know, he he gets so much stick, but his stats are. Yeah, it's, 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 you, it's, it's, you can see it. You can see it. Anybody who knows football watches watches him on a football pitch, and I, I wish I had a Mason Mount in all you know all the teams I played for. Brilliant. Um, I wish I was more like Mason Mount myself because I played centre mid and it's hard work. But that goal from outside the box, Jordan. What do you think that? Do you think we're going to see a little bit more of that? Is it something we're working on? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping yeah. so. I, I really am. Obviously, um, we said it on the chat the other day. I can't remember who said it. Is a Lampard-esque. And then um, Tracy's boy, Lucas, said exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, yeah. I, I, I do want to see that. He's got it in him. I've seen it uh, from youth level live. I know that he's got that shot in him. If he has them chances, I just think he should be, he, he should be at least testing it. I think if he if he has that sort of opportunity on Saturday, I think just go for it. Yeah. Who knows? You don't win the lottery if you don't buy the ticket at the end of the day. That's it. That's go. it. Um, Rick, we also um, had Diaz on the pitch and uh, he doesn't mind cutting in and, and popping one off with his left foot. Quite a few seem to get blocked, but do you think maybe we, as we see him feature more and Mount having a few pops from outside the box, we're going to create a few different kind of problems for teams? Yeah, I'd... Yes, I would like to think so. And Ziyech as well, he's he's something a little bit different, isn't he, as well? Like, he'll see something that no one else on our team will see, that possible pass that he might be able to pull off. And perhaps nine times out of ten in a game, he might not make that pass. But that one time in the 89th minute that we need him to make that pass or score that free kick or score that 30-yard screamer, it will do it. And he offers something a bit different. So I'm happy he's back. I just want to see him continuously play, stay injury-free. And, yeah, so that's good. No, 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 yeah, I'm, I think, I'm happy. Sorry. Go on, Jordan, mate. No, all I was going to say, you know, like obviously we were saying, like, would we like to see more shots going from outside the box? You know, we've yeah. got them players with, with, that, with them attributes. But you've got to think, you know, going back, what, I don't know, f between 10 and 15 years. We had, you know, Lampard pinging them off. You That's had people <laughs> like Giuliano, Belletti, Alex. We had all these different players that would take them chances, take them risks. And I, yeah. I find sometimes that we're constantly trying to play the possession game, if you know what I mean, going into the yeah. box, trying to get into the box, like a Barcelona sort of Arsenal thing. And I just yeah. find sometimes it 
don't really just pull the trigger. Does, it just doesn't. Just sometimes we just need to have a shot. If it hits the bar, yeah. it is what it is. You had a try, but don't and, try and run it into run it into danger if you know what I mean. Because it only takes two two passes, mate, and you're on the back foot, and you, you know you you're defending a, a well, defending. How many the times team. has that happened to us? You got well. Walls, look look at Man City away, didn't it? Yeah, it, it, it happens, and we I, I do yeah. find that I'd rather have a pop and it go into Rosette. And mm. it gives us to then gives us time, time to then to settle, back, settle back, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Get, get, get back into formation and just go again, keep going again. I, I do feel that I we agree. should do that. I've said it a, a number of times in the last last month or so that I do find that we keep passing it around all the time. It yeah. doesn't work. I think I think to really highlight that, um, you know, we lost three one to Man City, um, which we've discussed, and that was a game where very much we were we were the, trying to play possession. Mm. too many passes and they cut us open with very few and I think you look at that parallel to us under Conte where yeah. we beat them 3-1 at Daground and we uh, the three goals we scored that day I think from box to box took a total three goals took a total of about 14 passes because mm. it was like three passes for one goal like it was yeah. you know it was it, uh, I think we've got the players that pace especially with Werner where we should do a bit more of that and yeah, I do feel... what I did like um about the game against Morecambe was that forward three. I think we had a little bit of something different. Callum seemed very direct, taking his man on and pinning back the fullback. Whereas Ziyech would often, I mean, he's, he's capable of beating his man and he, he, he did that quite a few times, but he would, would often draw a man to him to create that space and look at that, that sort of early ping ball over, over in behind. Um, yeah. Or creating the overlap for, for, for Dave to run onto in, in that case against Morecambe. So, um, yeah, that forward three, um, I was quite happy with. So yeah, Jordan, like um, the Ford Free for Morecambe. What were your thoughts, mate? I, I I loved it when it when it was in the lineup. I thought absolutely brilliant, and I'm I'm really glad that you know um, Werner managed to to get his get his goal. Hudson Odoi, you know, I I, I I just I like to see that again, definitely for sure against Fulham as well. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting the. Um, I think the ZH just sort of was playing those balls in into the box and in behind um, quite a bit. Something different. Um, I think that's yeah, what we missed against City as well with ZH. Hundred percent. But I don't I think felt, we sorry. It all on on that. I think we, no. like we said, we needed to to, to build our attacks quicker all, for for everybody, not just yeah as a problem. Rick, you the, the front three happy with those? Yes, mate. I really liked it. It was something a bit different. You had um, mm. Hudson Adoy on the left. He was very direct. He could go down the line or he could cut inside. Yeah. Ziesch on the right, more cutting inside. But the thing what I like about Ziesch is he's the only player that we've got in the squad that can, as I said earlier, that can spot that pass that no one mm. else can really see that ball over the top. And yeah. I like the idea of him coming inside and Hudson Adoy just peeling off and he's peeling yeah. inside right on the shoulder of the fullback and yeah. he's picking him out. And I just think there's going to be goals with those two if mm. if they yeah. get a chance and to play together a bit more. I read in an interview today that um, Hudson Adoy said uh, there's a bit of a partnership for him with him and, and Ziesch in training. Yeah, really like um, it. Really like she, it. She's good to see. He's going to keep making those yeah, runs. And I think start of the Bad season, news for Pulisic, but... Well, at the start of the season, we saw... Um, Ben Chilwell say the same thing about getting into the back post for Ziyech's balls in. Mm. Um, and I think that, could get some goals. 
well, yeah, these goal contributions so far are looking good. Um, and we saw Werner through the middle, um, which, like we've said already on this pod, like, um, well, Jordan, you said earlier about we needed a Fabregas-type player. We got that from, from uh, Ziyech. And then we had Werner through the middle, which we all want to see. And like you said earlier, Rick, as well, he just constantly keeps trying. He keeps on making He's himself a nuisance. Um, and eventually he did arrive in the box um, for our second goal. Uh, Ziyech, that ball in. Uh, towering header, can I say that, from, from Havertz twice, Havertz. his goal, but also to, to get there and, and casually nod it square for Werner. And yeah, really it's tapping, but for Havertz. sometimes you need a tap in to remind yourself you don't miss the easy one. Um, after, after that game, yeah, um, you know, obviously Havertz and Werner, from what they were when they was at their respective clubs last season, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're not playing that great, whatever. whatever. Um, so, yeah. so far this season after Morecambe, after that, 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 that match-up, let's say, um, yeah. it was, um, so after that, they have now together um, had uh, 26 goals and assists between them this season. So that's, it, it, you could say it on a form and a, and a consistency thing, but when it yeah. happens, it happens. And that's happened 26 times between them this season. That's 11 for Kai and 15 for Werner. It's only going to get better as well. Yeah, it's only going to get this, better. You know, that's not... Where you could say there's a... The, where you, yeah, where you could say they're having a bit of a slow season. 26 goal contributions between both of them together. We you say that's slow, then I want to see what the fucking hell is fast. Because yeah, that's... Well, we, we will. Yeah, well, yeah. We have a choice, like the board have a choice. You stick with the you stick with Frank and the staff that he's got, and you just give them a few years to see what they can do, or you just sure. carry on on this cycle of regurgitating managers every two years. But it's getting to that point now where all the best managers in world football we've already had. So yeah, who yeah, do you have? Who do you have? I'm seeing these names flashed around. Are they gonna last longer than two years when they come in? No, they're not. So why don't we just stick with someone that loves the club and give him all the support and backing that he needs and time that he needs and let him progress? It's his third year of management, second with us. Like any job that you do, the longer you do it, the better you get. So you need to, you just need to give him time. He's played for some of the best managers that have ever, ever managed, played under him. So I cannot see him not turning into a good manager. Of course, he's going to make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes in their jobs, but you get, the only way you get consistency is if you get an opportunity to do it for long enough. Mm. And if we don't give him the opportunity, me personally, I've seen us win everything. I've been in the stadium. I've seen us win the Champions League. I've seen us win everything. So me sitting here and watching us getting beat a few times, but having him as manager, I can take that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obviously, only, I want only... us to be successful, but I'm prepared to wait and uh, I'm prepared to wait a couple more years to see that but I can see us winning the FA Cup this season yeah why not I love it fourth in the league and win the FA Cup is better than last year again so I'd take it 
And the league is very It's so close. And there's, you know, we've 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 gone, we've done it to death. There's a lot of um, anomalies about this season compared to others, with fans missing and players missing and all that sort of stuff. But um, I loved only you, Rick, could turn a question about Werner playing through the centre into a Lampard in. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I do love, love a it. rabbit hole. I do love a rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah, but um, but no, I mean, we any to everyone listening, we're all we're all Lampard in. Give them yeah. more time. So he is Chelsea. Um, I don't really want to go into, into that too much because there's no. still a lot of bats on Twitter. Um, yeah. But but Twitter has been a bit of a better place recently. I think the mute button and the block button has been in place. Oh, it's my two favourite yeah. ones. All the good accounts. Um, talking of Twitter, uh, you know, and, and whilst we're on the subject of Lampard, I think Tracy tweeted um, yesterday um, all this talk about, oh, well, Frank's, you know, had spent over £200 million on talent. Man United did spend £200 million last season. And, and they've just seen the finish on the now. same level as points as us, yeah. same same points as us. They they were ahead on goal difference, and this season they're finding a bit more consistency off the back of the signings they made last season. So and and that's with a fairly inexperienced Premier League manager as well in Solskjaer. So there's a, there's a case study. Like, let's, let's follow let's let's follow that. You know let's let's stick with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, Werner Werner popped up with that goal. <laughs> back onto that. Um, like it's just good to see him popping up in the in the six yard box again, isn't it? Really, um, sure. And I do think Havertz seemed to play as a bit of a second striker because he was quite close to Which Werner. I think he likes he likes to just float around, doesn't he? That's what he likes. So we that's, that's what he does. Yeah. But then so that, yeah, so mid match we've gone into that sort of four two three one or almost a four one one with like Billy Gilmore and Mason Mount staggered, and then Havertz in behind Werner, like. Uh, do you think we're going to see a bit more of that? If Havertz plays, do you think that's where he has to play? Jordan, what do you reckon, mate? I think if he has like a sort of a free role where he, he, he does sit back at, when we need him to sit back. But I do feel that if we can allow him with the other players to, for him to have a free role, just like he... I know we're a different team, but that's what, that's what he did when he was at Leverkusen. He had that free role. And that's why he was... He's got a good, he's got a good attacking position... He knows where to be at this at the correct time if he has them balls in, and also he 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 allows to to open up the teams so he can play the uh, striker in. And I think that's where him and Werner they're going to keep on having that them contributions together. And you know they're they're on twenty six now. It's going to just keep going up and up, and I I can't wait to see it. I do feel that is what I wanted to see. Have a sitting just behind Werner, and then obviously you know you. And, and all the other guys, but yeah, no, definitely for sure. Mm. Yeah, Rick, have a like. Do you think that that's where we're going to get the best out of him, allowing him that bit more of a free role to yeah. get him behind the striker? Because we yeah. saw him link up with Tammy earlier on in the season in a in a cup game again, where he'd uh, run past him, he'd he'd run beyond him. I think you've just got to allow him that bit of freedom. He's that type of player. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll we'll see the best of him next season. Mm, yeah. um, but I hope we can just see a few more flashes of what he's capable of, what I know he's capable of. I've seen already in a Chelsea yeah. shirt that he's capable of. Um, and obviously with his goal as well, with his goal as well, I mean, other than Giroud, what other forwards have we got that score headers? Like attacking players. And, you know, I'll put Havertz in that bracket of attacking player. Mm. Well, he's, he's, you know, he scored a header. Is that something we've been yeah. missing? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Of useful. It's a useful weapon to have. A bit of height on, yeah, 
especially if he can get into the box. Um, uh, we'll come on to the, the to, to Callum's goal as well, but um, and talk in a bit of detail about that. But the other two changes from the norm that we saw were Emerson at left back and Anthony Rudiger stepping up in centre back. Um, a lot of questions have been asked by us, by many others, about Tamori's future at Chelsea. And let's talk about him going to AC Milan on loan. Um, but how do you guys think Rudiger and Emerson did? Jordan, do you want to take that first? I thought they played all right. For, for me, I thought they just, they, they did the job that they needed. It was a, we was a little bit shaky at the back at, this, at the first 10 minutes, but I just think that's a normality at the moment until we find that, that consistency. But I thought, I thought we did all right. I, I, I thought they did okay. You know, there were, there were big changes like we've established before the the difference in the depth if you know what I mean from having Chilwell and Silva to then changing to Emerson and Rudiger I, I do find that you know sometimes it's a bit but for me when it comes up against teams like Morecambe I think that's you, you, you can allow that because I don't think that they they shouldn't have that an issue to come up against a team like that and I think they did their job yeah, Rick, it's it's looking certain that Alonso's not part of Lampard's no. plans now. Um, Emerson yeah. looks like the number two left back, and uh, I think he looks quite happy Rudiger to be number clearly, two as well, doesn't he? Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, Rudiger's clearly third choice, and and Christensen fourth choice in the back. What what did you think of Emerson and and Rudiger against Morecambe? I thought Emerson played all right. Um... Because I've been very vocal of how he's not very good in the past. <laughs> so I think it's only fair that I do. It's only fair that I do say. I just, I just think when he comes up against really good opposition, I think from a positional point of view, I think he's awful. Um, he gets caught out so many times when he comes up against really good players. So he's all right in games like that. Yeah. Fine. He'll play well. Yeah. Rudiger's a funny one. I think, I think sometimes I think he does some things really well, and then other things I just think you can't even pass the ball five yards. Um, he's a, he's he's not he's not a starter. If he if he's not happy being third choice, he needs to go and play somewhere else because he's never gonna. He's, he doesn't have enough about him to get in front of Zuma and definitely not Thiago Silva. Yeah, um, yeah. We're wheeling back into that cupboard in the mega store that they used for that for his, <laughs> his signing video. <laughs> I still, I still think that in the summer, you know, assuming which I sincerely hope so, Frank's still in charge. I yeah. think we will be spending a lot of money on another centre half. Well, um, there's talk of that upper Meccano. Well, as much as I like, as much as I like Zuma, and I think he's had a good season. I still think if you want to go to that next level, you've always got to be looking to upgrade on what you've got. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think there's definitely room to upgrade there. And then you've yeah. got Zuma as third choice then. And then you've yeah. got Silva's more than capable of playing another season at the level he's playing this season. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got Silva and whoever at centre-half, if it's that geezer from... Where does he play? He's in Spain somewhere, isn't he? Oh, he's the best for me. He's the best for me, yeah. but I just don't yeah. think he's gettable. Well, it depends but. because COVID again, they, they have got a new stadium and they are struggling. They will have to sell players again. 
Mm. They signed Suarez on Brad, par wages. They're going to have his, to sell. Wants to get his they're oil money out again. <laughs> uh, I said if Abramovich wants to get his oil billions out again, I won't complain. <laughs> yeah, but we've got players to sell now. You know, we're asking. For we've got. There's, there's plenty of deadwood to get rid of there. So, there's plenty of yeah, deadwood still. Yeah, and we'll get a bit of money for it because we've got Marina. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it, she it, gets they, money she, from some of the players, got, They brought Morata for what fifty million. If you can do that, then for the same, wasn't it? <laughs> if you if yeah. you can do that, then I'm pretty sure we can wing wing uh, uh, him, Jose Jimenez out of them. Get a few yeah. bob for Alonso as well. That would be good. I think uh, for me, Emerson and, and Rudiger, they didn't really have to do much to to. to they to, hardly got near to, our to, goal, to, did they? Really? In a box, um, yeah. we played a team that sat back. Um, that was their game plan: was sit back, defend it, wasn't it, try and hold on to as much as they can in the game. You know, try and stay in the game for as long as they yeah. could. Um, mm. You know, we, we we shut that down in the first half, thankfully, with two goals. But but we finished talking about Man City with a little you know section, if you like, a little little chat about Callum Hudson Odoi. Um, and I feel it's only right we finished talking about Morecambe doing the same. Uh, we've covered him a little bit, but his goal um, in terms of the run. And the finish as well, um, because I think his, for me, I think his, his, his touch to bring the ball down it left it slightly behind him and gave him actually yeah. a little bit more to do. Um, but he's on the score sheet again. Rick, Callum. He's done well. He's done well. He got there. <laughs> it, it shows you that's something they have been working on for him to get in there at the back post as well. If he's on the right or the left, I think there's always going to be opportunities coming in at the back post. Yeah. And th that's a bit of want. Even 3-0 down, it shows a good attitude. 3-0 down, would anyone have really said too much if he hadn't got on the end of that? I don't think we would have, really, because we'd been outclassed for the whole game. But it's still a good attitude getting on the end of it, still scoring, it's important for him. It's a bit of a confidence booster for him, yeah. which is a positive. Um, no, I'm really happy for him because I think he's had he's had a rough couple of years, to put it mildly. Yeah. And I think now we're slowly starting to see him showing what he's about. He's playing. He might not be playing every week, but he seems to be playing a part every week now. And yeah. now he's on the bench more because they've got the increased amount of players you can have on the bench now, haven't they? So he's always going to be on the bench now. Um, so, yeah, so there's always an opportunity for him to play now, even if he's not starting. I'd start, um, I'd, I'd start him against Fulham. I'd, start, I'd start him at the moment. I would definitely yeah. play him Saturday, million yeah, keep, percent. Keep, keep, it, keep him in the side, especially like in the starting lineup, three. whilst he's, whilst he's having this but fire in his belly, whilst he's yeah. still wanting to rare, keep him in it, man. Don't stop 100%, 100 that. 100%, 100% agree. Jordan, for you, mate, what was the best thing about that goal? Was it the ball from Ziesch or... Was it the run and you know the the, the touch and finish from from Callum? What, it's, what... A, it, it's a it's a hard one. I, I, I'm going to touch on both. I, I know that's completely going against your question, but it's the ball <laughs> it's where right. where Six where Ziyech right, sat, <laughs> where he sat, where Ziyech was sat a little bit deeper. Yeah. Or, although he was sort of classes the winger, let's say he was sat a little bit deeper, and that ball through. Was it, it that was like I don't want to keep comparing players, but that was like the set that we needed that day, yeah. and I thought that was unbelievable. And that then vision, Callum's run in between splitting the defenders and the touch. Okay, wasn't the greatest. It was on his weak foot, left foot, and it did touch it a little bit behind it. But what I loved about it is that it was quick thinking, snapshot, no fucking around, trying to get it a little bit closer to the goal. It was Is literally. It 
touched Late it a little bit behind. He stepped back quickly, bang, right foot, Late went past the keeper straight in. And I just mm. thought that, you know, every any other player, I'm, I, I can't quite say who, because I'm not going to put that name on there. I'm not saying I have my name on my head, but I just think him having that snapshot is what we needed. We don't need yeah. that waiting around or trying to get it, you know, walking it past the keeper. I know, fuck that, just hit it. And if it don't go in, it don't go in, at least you tried. But I just yeah. thought that was the perfect goal. Yeah, I think, you know, that pass, you, he can put it on a sixpence 20 yeah, times. Nobody know. makes a run, times it to keep the, keep the run on side. Um, it's a great that, run. That's not, that's not a goal. As good as the passes, that's not a goal. So I think full credit for me. Obviously, it's a great pass, but for me, the the, the main bit of credit there should go to um to Callum for timing that. Yeah, run. for sure, for sure. I agree. That was a great run, and it, he got himself out. You know, he, he redeemed himself on the little bit of a bad touch, and he took the took the chance, and it fucking worked. He readjusted really well for that goal. Yeah, that's he? what I mean. Really it was, it was he didn't a quick. Panic. That shows his agility. You know, he, he all all his focus was on the ball. It touched it, went back, fuck it, hit it, boom, straight past the keeper. I think in. if that happens at the end of last season, I think he takes another touch. Mm, yeah, he waits for the I mean. defender to get sit. Yeah. And then he tries to beat the defender and yeah. he's not scoring. And he's not scoring. Yep. Yeah. Sure. It's just, it's just the, 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 I think the um, time he, um, oh, sorry, my TV just like magically turned on in the background. <laughs> I wonder what um, that was then. It's no one falling off the chair. It's a ghost turning my TV I on. I think that Jordan. ghost is ghost, getting bored. The, the ghost has <laughs> come to mind now. Look. Um, um, I think, yeah, it's, I think if he's lacking a bit of confidence, the second that touch has gone behind him when he's controlled the ball, that's where he's, the confidence thing comes in and he's then I'm unsure of what to do. What to do, um, and maybe the opportunity goes, but he, you know, he's confident, and like you say, maybe, maybe he's confident and just he's desperate to get those numbers now, and that's why we saw him put his foot through it. So, um, I think, I think 4 0 was a fair reflection on, on the actual yeah. game itself, yeah. Um, you know, we, we came up against a, a fairly sort of stodgy 11 man defense, um, but we, we broke them down in the first half, which was the main thing, and then yeah, added exactly. a bit the second half, um. So, all in all, happy. I hope we can build on it from here Yeah, on. I hope that we can take some sort of the glimpse of that positivity from that game, you know, work on it in training and, and just go for it, man. Fulham are losing at the moment, as we speak, against uh, Tottenham, unfortunately. But I just, I just hope that, yeah, we just take it into them and, and, and we go again. I know there's obviously yeah. going to be different, bit of a different lineup. Obviously, Kante suspended, so I can see... Uh, I'd rather see Gilmore sit, sitting in the centre. Uh, he, he, he proved it, it against bigger, bigger teams. Probably Jorginho in it. I think it, it probably, probably will be, but I do hope that Gilmore I'd does make Gilmore. that. I, I definitely be. would. He, he's proved it against you know against Liverpool in the FA Cup and, and yeah. against Everton. You know he's played against better teams than Fulham. So uh, he'll go on to be a better player. He'll go. He'll go on to be a better player than These a lot the of players we've got in our team at the moment. These so are the games that we, ideally for me, how we played the other day. If you're going to talk about, let you know, want to carry on the consistency, he needs to play. Simple as that. Yeah. That's I think what the I other, for, for me, the other thing there is, um, like we spoke about earlier, you mentioned it, Jordan, um, that the sort of overplaying it, too many passes, too mm. slow build up play. I feel like Jorginho is more that sort of player. 
Yeah. He's a bit of a, like we've said before on this podcast, he's a he's a system player and it's mm. not the style of football necessarily Frank nah. wants to play nah. or, or not the sort of football that suits the players we've now got other than Jorginho. So for me, I yeah. think Billy Gilmore, he, he, he just seems to move the ball that little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, it's just straight um, out. Yeah. It's, it's literally one, two, think, one, two, think, and then out, gone. Whereas Jorginho's fucking pass it, then wants it back, pass it, then wants it back. It's not about that, man. It just, it allows the team to press you and then we get fucking swarmed and then it has to go back to the keeper and then it fucks up. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just, yeah. It needs to be up the, up the field. I'd rather it be up the field, even if it's going for a fucking goal kick for them. I'd rather it be up there than down our end. In back of our yeah. Well, Timo, Timo will get it in time before it goes yeah, off. for sure. For sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like fucking, once he starts running, that's it. He can't fucking stop. Nah, <laughs> it is, um, it is quick. So yeah, let's hope, let's hope then we see, um, we build on this. We build on this yeah. against Fulham and maybe string a bit of a run together now. Sincerely, yeah, um, I hope so. I'd just like to finish off um, with a little bit of a change. I know this isn't a sort of ask us a question pod, um, but we've had a few new followers on Twitter. We're, we're creeping close to 2000 again. Um, nice. those, those who have been with us a bit of a while will know that we had a, an account on Twitter previously and we had substantially more followers than we've got now, um, but they're getting back up. Um, one of the new followers, a guy called Chris Gag, um, he uh, actually put up a question on the timeline and I thought it was really interesting. I said I'd, I'd ask you guys on the pod um, because there were quite a few interested answers. Um, and the question was, over the past 25 years, who do we think has been the biggest flop or waste of money at Chelsea? Um, there was quite a few answers on there. I tried to play devil's advocate, as I always do, and be different. Um, and I, I gave shout, Sean Wright Phillips a shout because he could have been a lot better for us. But uh, someone pointed out that he scored at White Hart Lane, so I retracted that, <laughs> that one. Uh, but there was there was Veron in there. Winston Bogard, I think, was the one that started it all off um, in terms of the thread. But, Rick, what do you reckon, mate? I'm interested to see what you think. There's only one right answer. Okay, <laughs> everyone else is fucking wrong. And when you're looking at a flop, you've got to look at a few things. They might not have reached where they should have on a personal level, and their numbers and stats might not have been as good. But if they've contributed to winning trophies along the way, I don't think you can really call someone a flop. So when people no, talk no, for... no, we're talking, we're talking a lack of return on investment. Fee, wages... Like There's only things. one. There's only one. Chris Sutton. Yeah, yeah. Chris Sutton was just inside it. Wasn't it was he? awful. Um, it was awful so footballer. Inside of 25 years. Chris Sutton couldn't trap a bag of cement. He was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did get a few shouts on there, to be fair. He was um, awful. It's a pretty decent answer. Flex just outside of the 25 years, but I'd have said Fleck was my, my initial gut. Fuck, at least Flecky could trap a ball though. Chris Sutton couldn't even do that. <laughs> couldn't do much with it after that though. Flesh, no, 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 true, um, true. Jordan, what do you reckon, mate? It was the biggest like, waste of money. Like Danny Drinkwater got a lot of shouts on that. Yeah, thread. I reckon that's Maratta's not a bad shout. There. That's not Maratta's a bad shout, there. to be fair. Maratta? Yeah. A few I know I know he did, but I just think you know how like you can I I, I know we say, you know, or you comparison shit, that, but you know how <laughs> Werner is going through that bad period where it weren't working for him. Yeah, uh, and, and and the start and the, and the Tinkerbell fairy dust fucking fucked off from him, yeah, and it weren't working. Yeah. Whereas when 
when when he, that's happening to him, he's still giving it his all off the ball. And I find I found with Morata, once his head was down, that was it. He was crying. Oh, like he's he's like a teenage girl, isn't it? Working, he was, it was, he was guy, so every it. little touch. He was, and I just yeah. That for me, I, I'm, I'm saying Morata. That's not a bad show. It was a lot of money as well. It was a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I mean. Fifty mil, wasn't it? Fucking men. Yeah, but we got it back. You know, we got it back. <laughs> yeah, we did. But pre, 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 pre Marina Magic. Yeah, Morata. What, um, what what drink waters cost us and wages and oh um, don't. That's and, but the thing is that the one out, good thing about us, I was saying the other day, is that you know he's been for a couple of loans. Well, I wouldn't say couple, but a few loans, and I know that hasn't worked out for him for his off. <laughs> Off the pitch <laughs> antics, but the each team, loan that he has, we get a fee for. So it is slowly adding back yeah, up. Okay, Notice yeah, the full amount, but he's getting nothing. I'm not. I don't know what. I'd like to see what it is we're getting per per club because he has yeah. been to quite a few. Like what is Aston Villa, Burnley? Where is he? He would have got a bit from Villa. I think they would have got a bit from Villa. Chelsea. He's at Chelsea. Yeah. So you know he's had he's had a few loans, but you know we're getting some sort of fee back. Yeah, um, I so other, it's not other... it's not all too doom and gloom, but I think that them purchases with Conti and you had fucking Bakayoko, Morata, Drinkwater. <laughs> they were all every single one of them. Dog shit, mate. Yeah. And like you look at the ones now, like, you can uh, fucking I'm how the gonna... fuck can you call our ones now flops, man? They no, fucking flops. I just want to say because I know I know she's listening, but um. We, if we mention Bakayoko, Tracy would have us mention the song because she she truly believes that it was the song that cursed him. <laughs> and he always give the ball away. It was great. No, never give the ball away. And then yeah, always. that's all he did from that from that point onwards. From as soon as we had that always song, give the ball away. Yeah. That come. Yeah, yeah. Well, same um, as that. Tomorrow at the back, and then fucking where is he now? And then he never know? plays again. <laughs> back at the coach, I reckon he's still at the back. Fucking somewhere. awful. But um, but the other the other big shout on there was Veron as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, oh, he scored one big, goal in his debut against Liverpool. That was it, done. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was that way. surprised for Veron because, let's be honest, he was shit at Man United. Yeah, yeah, but he, he came on big money, big wages, you know. So he, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it's an interesting, it's an interesting debate, though. Isn't you it, could that? go down a rabbit hole with loads of players, couldn't you? I mean, get on the thread. Yeah. It's still on there. We, I, I was commenting and replying to a few people on there. But um, but yeah, it was, it was a good Chris one. Up. So uh, it's Chris up. yeah, cheers, cheers for that one, mate. Um, so yeah, everybody else, question. everybody else on uh, on Twitter, um, you know, keep keep talking Do to anything. us, keep giving feedback on the podcasts and that. If there's anything you want us to do want us to cover or whatever suggestions get Send in some questions i like the questions the questions are good yeah we can do another question pod soon. I, like, I like the question yeah. ones yes yeah, i like them all but i really like the question ones yeah yeah all right we'll, we'll, we'll maybe consider doing that then for the for the next one, or the one um but yeah uh thanks for listening guys um jordan rick thank you very much no problem thanks for having me, mate. That's uh, so, right. Uh, always a pleasure. Uh, always. Let's hope we um the next time we we catch up on one of these it's um hopefully it's after a win yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, a bit cheerier, wouldn't it? Or at least a good performance, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Gotta and be winning. Gotta be winning. None, none of that. None of this like Lampard in, Lampard out debate. None of that. Oh, oh my god! I don't know what we are. Anyone on? You, you know, as soon as we go on a little win run, all that talk goes out the window. Anyway, you know, no yeah. one. No one. Seventeen can... games unbeaten. I never heard a whisper about it when we were seventeen <laughs> yeah. games unbeaten. Yeah, it's fickle, mate. Fickle. But yeah, um, thanks again, everyone listening. Do, uh, do get in touch, do, do speak to us because we love speaking to everyone. 
Um, and until next time, keep the blue flag flying high. Yeah.